Hello and welcome to the weekly VM Campos comic book club. I'm your host, VM Campos. This is the podcast where I answer the question, what am I reading this week? For the free video version of the podcast, head on over to patreon.com slash vmcampos. This is the series where I review a comic book, new or old, from my collection, and I talk about the cover, the interior art, the story, and the enjoyability of the book. This week I've got Beasts of Burden, The Presence of Others, number one. Now the creative team is Evan Dorkin and Jill Thompson. Dorkin is the writer, Thompson is the artist. Jill Thompson also did the cover. So first of all, the cover is amazing. Uh, we've got this uh, monochromatic black and red and white cover with a variety of animals. There's some dogs, some Dobermans, uh, terriers and pugs, I guess, tabby cats, etc. Some weird crows. And it's like very foreboding. If you don't know about this series, Beasts of Burden, it's basically supernatural cats and dogs fighting the forces of evil with psychic powers. It's a really cool series. And this cover is really cool. I give it a 5 out of 5. It's a really, really nice cover. As a matter of fact, I have issue 1 and 2 at the moment, but I've only read number 1 to review it. And so far with issue 1 and 2, they form a beautiful diptych. Two covers that form this horrendous blood-dripping skull with the main characters within that skull. It seems that the copyright is 2016, Jill Thompson, but this series was released in 2019, so I guess this was something that was kind of held back for a little while. So this visually striking cover, even by itself, I would rate it a 5 out of 5. So where to begin? As I said, yeah, it's a, it's a supernatural story uh, with these cats and dogs. Uh, uh, Dorkin and Thompson created the characters back in 2004, uh, 2003 or so. And it was about, uh, you know, a short little eight-page story about like spooky shenanigans. And since then, there have been various collaborations between them and other uh, artists um, filling in the story. So let's talk about the plot. Uh, it's really nice. It's like very scary. It's ominous. It's well plotted and paced. Uh, a group of humans is visiting Burden Hill, the hometown of these magical dogs, the, the wise dogs. And they're basically a family of ghost hunters. There's Sabine, the dad, and her brother Russell. Um, they got hired unofficially to visit Burden Hill and do a little bit of uh, investigating. I like how it starts off. Sabine is writing to her mom, not fully explained what's going on, but she seems to be estranged. And she's kind of catching up. Dad got a call from someone he knew in college who's sheriff here. All unofficial, of course. The call and the job. As for the town, it's pretty much the usual. Nothing but bad news. Small town full of weird disappearances and murders and desecrations and such, and they're there to sort of investigate. 
The story is really nice. I give this a five out of five. It really keeps you hooked to see what else is coming up next. Uh, wh what is this evil horror that the animals are revealing that exists in this town? Um, what latest abomination do they have to deal with? Uh, the book is uh, pretty violent, actually, so you will see some scary stuff. But the, the plot and the pacing of it is also very good. So definitely a good read. Five out of five. I recommend it. The art is also beautiful. The interior art. It's also by Thompson. She did the interiors. Now I'm used to uh, Jill Thompson's Scary Godmother uh, art a little bit more, which is much more whimsical. This is a very realistic style, works very well. She has beautiful expressions on the animals, the people also perfectly rendered. It's like watercolor or some medium that really shows a variety of tones. Uh, it's just wonderful to look at. And again, some of these expressions, you would have never thought animals could emote so well. There's a hilarious shot of a cat being like, uh oh, they don't know and that sort of thing. So art is also very, very, very good uh, internal art. So I'd rate that a five out of five as well. Uh, the, the interesting thing is that there are no black borders around any of the panels. Uh, the space between the panels, the gutters are all white, stark white. Uh, unlike a lot of other comics that there is a black border between them, this is all completely white. And also the, the layout is interesting. It varies from wide panels, tall panels, close-ups, just really beautiful internal art. The enjoyability of the book, also a five out of five. I love this horror stuff. And this is a little bit off the beaten path. It's magical animals banding together to defeat these evils. This is the third Beast of Burden book that I've read. I've got a couple of other two reviews for these other books uh, back in the podcast archives. Don't forget to go check them out. And they've all been very enjoyable. It seems like there's a little bit of a different group in different areas, perhaps, because I didn't quite recognize any of the characters from the previous comic here, although I believe I recognize a cat from two series ago. So very enjoyable. I do recommend it. Five out of five. So overall, the book was great. Cover, five out of five. Plot, five out of five. Interior art, five out of five. And enjoyability, another perfect five out of five. This week I read Beasts of Burden, The Presence of Others, number one from Dark Horse Comics. If you haven't done so, check out the video version of the podcast over at patreon.com slash vmcampos. You'll get a great spoiler-free look at the interiors of the book. A nice preview. This has been the weekly VM Campos Comic Book Club. I'll see you next week.